and welcome to the next episode of the podcast Discipleship in Challenging Times. This one is entitled God at Work and our Bible passage is Galatians chapter 1 verses 11 to 24. We come to God in prayer and ask for his help as we read his word. Lord, very simply today, we praise you for your word. We thank you for the way that you speak to us from it. Lord, when we read your word, when we hear it being read to us, we hear your authentic voice. Speak to us today. Help us to understand and appreciate. Help us to take your word deeply into our lives and help us, O Lord, to live it out in the power of the Holy Spirit. May the same Spirit who inspired your word make it alive to us today and transform our lives through it. In Jesus' name, amen. So Galatians 1, verses 11 to 24. The Apostle Paul says, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that the gospel I preached is not of human origin. I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it. Rather, I received it by revelation from Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when God, who set me apart from my mother's womb and called called me by his grace, was pleased to reveal his Son in me so that I might preach him among the Gentiles, my immediate response was not to consult any human being. I did not go up to Jerusalem to see those who were apostles before I was, but I went into Arabia. Later I returned to Damascus. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to get acquainted with Cephas and stayed with him fifteen days. I saw none of the other apostles, only James, the Lord's brother. I assure you before God that what I am writing to you is no lie. Then I went to Syria and Cilicia. I was personally unknown to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only heard the report. The man who formerly persecuted us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they praised God because of me. Testimonies are powerful, aren't they? We have testimonies of how God has dealt with us in our lives and they're invariably encouraging and powerful. We see the gospel at work in people's lives when we hear their testimonies. In our reading today, Paul essentially shares his testimony. 
he tells us a little of how the gospel has worked in his life. We read his testimony of how he came to faith. He had been at work persecuting the church. We read more about his story in Acts. Notice that he was very religious. He was doing really well. He was advancing in Judaism beyond that of his peers. So Paul was very, very religious. I wonder what the Galatians' testimony would have been. They were probably quite irreligious. They were mainly Gentiles. They hadn't got a background in Judaism. They weren't part of the Old Testament people of God. So their testimony in many ways would have been very different to the Apostle Paul's. His background was a Pharisee of the Pharisees, steeped in Judaism, steeped in the Old Testament law. The Galatians' background was irreligious. And yet the point is that they both needed the gospel. The irreligious and the religious. The one who was being who was trying to be justified by obeying the works of the law and the ones who were living life just how they pleased. Let's especially focus on the religious today and remind ourselves that we are not saved by what we do. Other testimonies make this point also. C.H. Spurgeon, who I've studied and who I've read, he was from a religious background. His father was a minister when he was a very, very young boy. Spurgeon used to play at preaching. He would stand on a hay bale in a barn and he would address his siblings some gospel words. But he didn't believe the gospel himself, a religious background, a religious upbringing, but he didn't believe. The point is that whether you are religious or irreligious, you need faith in Jesus to be saved. Former religion doesn't save you. National pride doesn't save you. We are all equally in need of rescuing. And in Jesus, as Paul reminds us, we all equally have a wonderful rescuer. God is at work in the gospel. There is no one who doesn't need the gospel, and there is no one who is beyond the reach of the gospel of Christ. It may just be that you're listening in and you're very religious. It may be that you have been listening to these podcasts religiously day after day, but you've not come to personal faith in Jesus. Maybe you're trying to be good. Maybe you are trying to attend church, whether it's online or in person. But these things, Paul says, are not enough. Being religious is not going to save us. We are saved not by the works of the law, but by the work of Jesus. We are saved by faith in his faithful sacrifice for us. 
So whatever our background, whatever our testimony up to this point, let's make sure that it includes true faith in Jesus Christ. The gospel is glorious. Accept nothing less. God is at work in the gospel. Let's trust in him, for he is there for all who turn to him in faith. We pray together. If you don't yet know Jesus, a special prayer for you. Lord, thank you for your love for me. I recognize that I can do nothing to save myself, but I recognize also that Jesus, in his life and death and resurrection, has done it all. I turn from my sin, whether it's religion or irreligion, and I come to you in faith. I turn my life over to you and ask you to come in by the power of the Spirit as Lord and Rescuer. I lift myself to you in faith. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you that you receive me now as part of your family. In Jesus' name, amen. And also a prayer for those who have believed in Jesus. Lord, thank you for the day when you revealed your gospel to us, that you poured your love into our hearts. Thank you for the wonderful testimonies that we have, very different from one another, but with that common thread, Jesus and his gospel, the saving power of God at work in our lives. Lord, we thank you and praise you that you have revealed these things to us. And we pray for friends and family and neighbors and colleagues, for those that we are going to meet today, whether it's virtually or in person, we ask that you would touch their lives with your love. Lord, you've been at work in us, be at work in them also. May people turn from both religion and irreligion. May people turn from national pride. And may they put their faith in you. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.